Hi, this is Bernie Torrance. And I'm Carol Yoder, and we'd like to invite you to our program called Living Stones. It's time to move from being a stepping stone to a living stone. God loves you and has a plan for your life. Remember, God doesn't waste anything. You're created to be a believer, walking in wisdom and values. Well, Carol, we are finally going to let the world know that there is a Nestor Ochoa. He's real. (laughs) He's real. I get that question all the time because of the character that he is in the book. And he is a character and he is in the book. Well, what did you tell me? You you just told me that Nestor is a party in a box. Yes, that's for sure. Oh, we've traveled the world together. I mean, uh, Africa and Latin America and uh, just, just like a son. He calls me Papa and it's such a a great honor because of, of just the greatness of his father and mother. And you're going to learn a lot about a fellow that has had divine appointments in his life. So we welcome you today, Nestor. You want to say hi? Thank you so much, Bernie. Thank you, Carol, for uh, everything that both of you are doing. And uh, I'm just excited. I'm very humble and blessed to be here sharing with uh, both of you. So Bernie, here we are again, <laughs> together again. <laughs> we are, and you know what we've been doing with um, all of the fellows in the book, The Seven Vows, and that so much of, of this even coming to the public is because of you, Nestor. But uh, we're going to go to page 11 of that, and I've asked uh, Carol if she would just read this section of the first meeting with Nestor Ochoa. And if you can imagine, Medellin, Colombia, a uh, beautiful day, the Hotel Dan And this world-renowned speaker comes in. So would you read that for us, Carol? I would love to. Nestor's speech was filled with heartfelt, moving stories and motivational aphorisms about working hard and dreaming big. He shared his life story about how he had lived the American dream in the United States. At 13 years old, Nestor had emigrated from Columbia to New Jersey with a sheer determination to work hard and make a fortune. He had started off washing cars, cleaning bathrooms, working as a waiter, and then eventually selling cars. Within a short time, he became an assistant manager with the second largest Toyota dealership in the nation. From there, he became certified in Microsoft Systems and changed locations to take advantage of the opportunity in high tech. When the real estate boom came into Florida, Nestor was one of the first to begin sharing the new gospel of success home ownership in the United States. The audience in that banquet room at the Dan Carlton Hotel drank each word in. Nestor had sold them his dream and with it managed to inspire them, even though internally he was struggling with the hardest disappointments of his life. It was clear to Nestor that he understood how success can work. What he couldn't tell the audience was that he no longer understood why success works. And by only telling part of the story, Nestor knew it was all a lie. It felt to him like a huge lie that he couldn't set straight. Oh, Carol, if you can imagine, this is the the bubble that we heard mm. about so much in 2008 and 2009. And Nestor not only was selling real estate, but he was mortgaging real estate and he did the title work on the real estate and was placing the banking in the real estate. And so yeah. when that thing imploded... Mm. his entire 
multi-million dollar empire fell apart. Wow. And that's where within the next few months we had the opportunity of, of meeting him. And Nestor, would you tell us the reality of what your apartment was in Medellin after you left those penthouses in Miami Beach? What was the apartment like when you were coming to the reality there in Medellin, Colombia? Well, Bernie, it was um, it was so challenging because, like uh, Carol was reading, here I was. I, I managed to get into that you know huge opportunity at the moment in real estate, and and um, I, I I have never made so much money in my life. And uh, one of the things I don't mean to jump ahead, but one of the things I I learned from John Shrug was that whenever we don't have uh, money and all of a sudden we get it from like one day to the next that it just it, it brings out of us what we have inside and mm. so i you know i had this huge house six thousand square foot house that that uh it was called you know the the area where it was it was called the mansions and uh wow. so it was like a mansion there and um and all of a sudden you know we lose it all and and i would never forget it was uh it was September 16, uh, 2007, when we walked away from, from this house. We left everything, mm-hmm. furniture, everything. We just got some of the toys from, from our, both of our children, my son, who was uh, seven at the time, and, and our daughter, who was five. And, and we just, I said, don't look behind. Just we're, let's get on that plane. And, and we arrived, actually, initially to Cartagena, Colombia, be a week before going to Medellin and, and the apartment that where we were for that week uh, it was a very humble apartment but we were sleeping on, on the inflatable mattress and there were rats like mm. coming out of you know the, the kitchen yeah. and the and the bathroom and and here here I was with my wife and kids how do you explain that to them uh, my kids didn't know that we were there to stay and um, my wife would be in the bathroom crying and, and like she couldn't do that in front of the kids. And here I was with a broom, like trying to get one of the rats. And, and mm-hmm. I made a joke out of it and, um, you know, playing with the kids because the only the only mouse they have ever seen was Mickey Mouse. And, and <laughs> Disney. That's the only mouse they have ever seen. And, and But in, inside of me, Bernie, I was dying. I, mm-hmm. I wanted to die. I got to tell you, inside of me, because... Because of my poor judgment and bad decisions and not having the courage to confront those bad decisions and just walking away from everything, uh, here was there I was with my family um, in such a situation that it was very difficult. Then we get to Colombia. We don't have any furniture. To Medellin, excuse me. Uh, a week later, we don't have any furniture. Uh, and and uh, so, again, we're, we're sleeping on an inflatable mattress. And, uh, and I, I get... Weeks later, I get invited to to speak at the Dan Carlton, and and like you said, uh, I I kept faking it uh, at that moment. Mm-hmm. All I could do was fake it because I was introduced as this, you know, renowned, you know, uh, speaker from United States. And thank God, I still had a very expensive suit and and oh, shoes to uh to to you know to fake it. But inside of me, I I knew that. Uh, that it was all a lie. I knew that it was only from my mouth, you know, out, but not, I wasn't feeling it. And uh, so they introduced me and, and I got on stage and put a fake smile and, and I kept telling people how, yeah, it is possible to be successful and it is possible to make money and, and have success, you know, you know, areas of your life. But, uh, you know, the rest of the story. <laughs> oh, my. 
you know, that moment, I, and I believe in divine appointments. I just mm. I totally believe that, that Jerry happened to be there. I think it was uh, something going into Christmas or something that he, they were both invited with Life Design TV. And, yeah. uh, and when Nestor uh, took the floor, it was, um, it was the product of motivation. I mean, mm. that's what he knew. And, and, you know, there's a book that's called Mindset, and it talks about failure that if you have the wrong mindset, you think of yourself as a failure rather than I have failed. And I have to say, that was the transition I saw take place in Nestor. He had mm. failed, but he wasn't a failure. That was the, the change. I saw that switch go off when he said, wait a second, I may have failed, but I'm not going to call myself a failure. And that's when he meets Jerry Anderson, and uh, and that whole story is in the book. But Jerry, and just the way that he is, he invites him to to West Palm Beach to come and see, come and meet this John Schrock. And do you remember that meeting when you first met John Schrock, Nestor? Oh, I do, I do. But um, just to recap on 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 Jerry, Bernie, uh, you know, um, I have paid so much money the previous years to to go and get trained by so many speakers that I looked up to and and the ones that taught me who you know what I knew at the moment about motivation and just um seeing Jerry right there and then on on stage speaking in a very low tone of voice in a very humble way as as he always does and and um just a different person you see the people that I had paid for in the past they were they were saying something, but they they were living something different, and they were promoting success based on what you can have. And then I met Jerry, and I felt something completely different, that Jerry was promoting success based on what you can be. So mm-hmm. Jerry's success oh, has all to do with being, and everyone else that I met in the past had all to do with having and for the first time in, in, in my life, in, um, this, is, um, this was now, uh, you know, uh, right, right when, when Jerry finished speaking, for the first time in my life, Bernie, I wanted someone else's being and not what mm. someone else had. Mm. Because up until then, remember that I grew up, you know, when, when Pablo Escobar and all the cartel, you know, people, they had a lot of things. Sure. And, and where I where I grew up, it was all about having a motorcycle, having a car, having and because of having you could be whoever you wanted to be because of the things you had. So my priorities were completely, you know, uh, out of order. And for the first time in my life, it, it, it didn't come from my father. It didn't come from anyone else. But Jerry, as, as he was speaking, this is the first time in my life that I wanted what somebody else was. I wanted Jerry's being because he, there was a peace. He, he was projecting this peace. This, he was projecting this spirituality. He was projecting this love. And like you said, I was... I had just got off the stage, and 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 I was talking about motivation, but Jerry was talking about transformation. Oh my! And that's the first time I was introduced to transformation in my life because I never used that word in my vocabulary. And um, so it's when when Jerry gets off stage, I here I am crying because uh. 
because I just knew that, you know, something really strong touched my spirit. And, and I approached Jerry and, and my ego that I still had, Bernie, I looked at Jerry and I said, Jerry, uh, what kind of business are you in? Jerry goes, you know, in the, in the people's business. And we're in the, <laughs> I mean, the, I mean, the transformation business. Yeah, but what do you sell? And he says, nothing. And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, what do you sell? Nothing. He says, you know, we go and we give hope and inspiration to people and we transform lives. And I looked at him and, you know, here I am standing tall and said, listen, you need me for what you're doing. You need me <laughs> so that I can help you take your, your company to another level. And, oh and he's so wise, Bernie. Jerry's so wise. God has given him, you know, this uh -huh. wisdom that comes from, it's a kingdom wisdom that he looked at me and he, and Jerry, this is Jerry. Hmm. Hmm. He, got, he went, hmm. He said, you know, Nestor, I think I do need you. I, I think I do need you. Bernie and Carol, what I didn't know is what he needed me for. <laughs> he needed me to show others, listen, don't be like this guy. <laughs> Egocentric. Oh, Egocentric. And, and, and that's when he invited me to that meeting oh, when my. you and John Shrug, uh came in. And, and I met John uh, for the first time. He, he, you know, he was sitting there and, and talking to it was a very small meeting and then i said oh man you know it's it's amazing now i know where jerry is getting all his yes. wisdom from because um i heard the, you know different stories from from john and john just he was just such a humble man and and just a normal guy not knowing how god was using john wow you know, and how he had used him all his life he was I was expecting to meet this celebrity and this, you know, John Schrock, because <laughs> I heard so much of him. And he walked in and, hey, Nestor, how are you? How happy to see you and great to meet you. And I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> I'm happy to meet you. And then you were there too, uh, Bernie. And it was, it was such a blessing. You guys were so loving and, 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 um, and friendly that I was really, I was in shock. This it was is, a very special day. Nestor, this is just so amazing. It's just fun because as I, well, you said one thing, motivation versus transformation. But as we do these interviews, I think the reason Jerry invited you is because they saw <laughs> themselves in you. <laughs> and, oh. um, you know, as we are doing these interviews, I'm learning so much about these men that I've known for a long time, but I didn't know them at that age. And so... I, it's just so amazing to listen to all the transformation stories because all of, all of the men in this book were motivators or motivated. And then just to hear the transformation stories. I have an idea for a new series and that is to interview everybody's wife. <laughs> Because oh, you all talk about how you lost amazing. everything, and, and I want to hear the other side of the story. Oh, Carol, that would be amazing. And you're so you you're right on, Carol. I I Jerry did mention that uh, at one point after you know we became friends, and he says you remind me so much of me years ago, and uh, that's how I I know you need help because <laughs> he said I was you know I I I. I took, you know, my companies, I lost different companies, I went bankrupt, I, I was very close to losing my family, and that's my, my story. Uh, Bernie knows, Carol, that I, I was very close to losing my wife and, and, and our children um, because of my, you know, poor judgment, and uh, I I bankrupt three different companies. So, yeah, Jerry did um, 
see so much of me in him, you know, when he was younger. So he, he definitely knew I, I needed transformation because uh, it's, it's something that, as I said before, I had never been exposed to that, that word. It was amazing. And that really transformed my world. It transformed my life and everything that I am now. What's amazing, Carolyn, I, I hope it comes through as we're doing these Living Stones uh, podcasts, is that uh, the ministry that Loretta's had is to the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And that's a very unique place because there's so many trappings. You know what I mean? A person's successful because they have this or they drive this or they live in this. And it's so superficial. And, um, you know, as we've interviewed the guys, they were all they were all moved by business people who saw that they were doing it for the kingdom of God, that the success mm-hmm. was not for them. It was for the kingdom of God. And uh, as Nestor came in, one of the things that I appreciate so much is that desire that uh, you had after the meeting with John uh, to come to Ohio. And I said, what in the world? Jerry says, I think you should come to Ohio. And you came up and uh, and I said, okay, I'll, I'll take you to meet the people that we were in business with. And, mm-hmm. uh, and again, uh, long before this whole concept of the seven vows, uh, I had these uh, seven business partners that are the Living Stones. Mm-hmm. And so, Nestor, as you came and were meeting each of the guys, what was that like for you? Because you interviewed not only them, but you interviewed their wives as well. I did. Verdi uh, to me is um, it's something that I will never forget. It's, uh, you know, I have it on video. I, I took my tripod. I took a small camera that I had at the time. And um, I was like a kid, but, you know, walking into a, a toy store, walking into a candy store, walking into uh, not a toy store, a toy store uh-huh. in a candy store where, where uh, you know, every time, you know, like when we went to, to meet Bob and then he said, OK, now we're going to go meet Ernie. And oh, my God, I was that anticipation and excitement. And uh, it was it, and to me what shocked me was how each and every one of you were so different, but yet the, what all of you had in common, it was that kingdom mentality. And that, that, that like you said, everybody was doing enough for themselves, but um, for the kingdom and, and how everybody was so willing to share with me their story and, and their wives. And it was just amazing. It was um, it's something that I will never forget. Uh, it, it really was a before and after in my life, uh, made, making that trip, uh, it's even, you know, the, the, the more shocking to me was driving with you from place to place. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's when WhatsApp first came out and you thought I have to be covered with angels because of the way I talk, dial and drive at the same time. Oh, oh man, I've been God. there. Carol, Carol, I would, I would listen, my, my praying, you know, intensified and got, you know, I, I, I listen, I became a man of prayer, you know, driving with, with Bernie from one house to the next. And, and here we are in those roads and, you know, in Ohio that are like, you know, you got, you got this, um, uh, I mean, it's, it's one lane going one way, another lane going the other. Right, right. And, uh, and, and here it is, Bernie texting, away and and i'm like oh my god laura you know help them <laughs> and then and then this uh you know voice um command came out where and so i called bernie and i said bernie you know you can do a, a voice messages so that you don't have to write anymore i'm i'm worried about you papa <laughs> oh. it was great it was great 
Well, after so that, memories, Burton. after that first meeting, Carol, uh, we visited then uh, the grave of John Schrock. He had mm-hmm. passed away then, and Nestor and I were standing at, at the grave, and that's when he challenged me. He said, "You know, I will never know John like you knew him," but he mm-hmm. said, "You need to write a book mm-hmm. like John's has written books." And I said, "You know, Nestor," I said, "Years ago, I wrote a book." about Latin America and the Latin America epic, how there's a revolution in Latin America. And at that time I oh had lived it for 25 years. And uh, and so uh, Nestor was 38 at the time and it was just coming up on his birthday. And I said, I'll tell you what, when we get, when we get back, I'm gonna send you the script of that book. And I want you to take out the name Jorge Sanchez and in your mind, whenever you see that, I want you to say Nestor Ochoa. And then you read it in one sitting. I challenged him. I said, read this manuscript in one yes. sitting. I don't care what time you get done. I want you to call me when you're done. And so at 7 o'clock in the morning, I get this phone call. And so I told Nestor, I said, hold on for a second. And I got Ernie Blood on the line. Mm. And I said, Ernie, there's a man that has destiny all over him. And I want us to hear this together for the first time because yes. I think God is in this. And do you remember that phone call, Nestor? I do, but before that call, Bernie, I remember getting home the, the night before. It was like 9 p.m., and, and my wife had this uh, package for me. It was like a manila envelope, and uh, it was from you. So I knew what it was, and I just, you know, I washed my hands, and she goes, you, you want something to eat? And I said, no, no, I don't, sweetie. You know, I said hi to her and the kids, and uh, I just took, I was wearing a tie. I took out my tie and sat on a, on a kitchen table, and I pulled out the manuscript, and, and I knew it was the book, Seven Pillars. And, boy, I went and got a highlighter and a pen, and I started reading and reading and reading. Bernie, I, I know, I don't know if you remember, but I know I told you this before. I think it was like 3.42 in the morning, 3.42 a.m. when I finished and I sent you a text message because I knew you are, you were sleeping at that time. And I sent you a message saying, Bernie, I am George uh, Sanchez, Jorge Sanchez. Yes. And, wow. and then the next morning we had the call with Bernie. Oh and that was magical, yes. I and, remember wow. that. And that that's how this book was that's born. That's how this was born. Wow. And it was amazing because we had we had used the mechanisms in the book as part of a training program for, for salespeople. Again, marketplace ministry, oh. sales and marketing in Mariano Galvez. But what happened with Nestor was God needed somebody that could could become this character in the book that had the capacity to carry this message. And what was amazing Within the year then, Nestor is working with Unilit publishers mm. Uh, mm. that handle all of the Spanish. It was the Spanish house. And not at the bottom. I mean, he was doing training at the top. He starts telling them the story, and it just personified. And so what happened was we ended up with a Spanish bestseller, and nobody even knew what it was in English for two <laughs> more years. Yeah. But that's just yeah. because of wow. – that's just because and, – and I just praise God for that, Nestor, because – uh, it's been such a joy. And our next program, we're going to talk about the actual vows themselves. But uh, I just want you to know what a joy that it has been watching your growth. And no- normally, Carol and I will, will close in prayer. But this program, I would love for you to, Nestor, because, um, man, you've uh, 
you've walked that valley. You, you've, you've, you know what it is to have. It's like Paul, the Apostle Paul mm. said, I've had much, I've had little. Mm. But I know this, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens yes. me. So Nestor has been yes. abased and he's abounded. Yeah. But he has found peace because God, he can do all things through Christ who strengthens him. Yeah. Go ahead, Nestor. Amen. Yes, thank you, Bernie. And uh, I thank God for you know, giving me the opportunity to, uh, to meet Jerry back in Columbia and then each and every one of you in, in Ohio and for you to take me under your wing to, um, to take me to each one of the guys and for them to just share with me, you know, their hearts and spirit. And so that now together, like you said, you know, we know when God is at work, when things just flow and the book getting to Unilid and, and them wanting to publish the book is something that none of us force. It was just it was God's flow, and uh, so we know that God's favor and His Spirit is in this book. So, Father, I thank you today, Lord, for Bernie. I thank you for Kara, Lord, for everything that they're doing through these podcasts, Lord. We know that you're using them to transform people's lives through each and every one of the testimonials people are hearing through these podcasts, Lord. Bless their families, Lord. Bless their ministry. Father, and I thank you for each and every one of the men, from Jerry and each one of the seven men in the the book, Lord, each one of the pillars. I thank you for them, Father, for Bernie, for John, for Ernie, for J.R., for Dennis, for Ed, uh, for John Schrock, for each one of them, Father, because they share with me something that was coming from you. Thank you, because for the first time, Lord, I was introduced to transformation, Father, which you talk about in Romans 12 too, Father. You want us to transform our minds, and, and that's what the book is all about. Father, we thank you for taking this book to places we never even thought of, we never even imagined, Lord. In Latin America, thank you, Lord, for all the different testimonials that we receive on a daily basis from people on social media through um, uh, emails, Lord, from Africa, from Europe, from different places in the United States. Lord, thank you for using the book, and we know that it's, it's you at work, Father. We know that we're only your vessels, Lord, and that's what we want to continue being. We want to continue to be your instrument, Lord, to take this message of transformation to so many other people that we know will be a blessing to them. We give you praise. We give you glory, Father, for the book, and uh, because we know that everything that we are, or everything that we do, and everything that we have, it comes from you. So, thank you, Lord. And we pray to you and your Son Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Please visit us at www.lored.org for more values-based leadership material. And if you've enjoyed this program, please sign up for the weekly downloads and share this podcast with your friends.